five, four, three, two. This week on the program, with everything on our minds this week, magnetic vaccine crystals, racism in schools, and Fauci's emails, let's not forget the real question on our minds today. Who would you rather hang out with, Donald Trump Jr. or Hunter Biden? We'll find out later. An Amazon delivery woman attacked a woman who has white privilege, and we will find out what really happened at Lafayette Park. Your emergency exit is right this way. This exit is for emergencies only. <laughs> That's right. This is episode 208. Today is June 11th, 2021. It is again 10 on 10 here at K-Brand Studios in our floating tin can. Far above the world. All right. You know how many times I heard that today? <laughs> you know, I've always wanted that too. You know, I'm glad you made that because I've always wanted to do like uh, this week on the program, this week on the program, this week on the program, and then it just goes into that. Yep. I'm glad you did that. I'm going to do a little bit more of those too. That's great. It's a and lot of fun. If you don't know what we're talking about, you may want to see our TikTok. That's right. We're finally mm-hmm. there. We're on the TikToks. And you guys are loving it. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're, on, we're live everywhere, including here on Channel 10, public access. That's right. We've got a lot to do, a lot to say. But first, let's get something out of the way. Here is the Brew World Order. (sighs) It's the Brew World Order. Hey, this week we've got Swifty APA American Pale Ale. This is from Real Ale Brewing Company. In Blanco, Texas. Blanco, Texas. That means white. Yes, it's white Texas. White uh, Texas. Uh, what? Can you look up real quick the, the, the demographic out there if it's mostly white people? Because then they're actually like going for it. But if it's like Is it almost like Latinos, Brownsville where Brownsville is a bunch of Mexicans? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's nothing but Mexicans. Brownsville there, right? is like 97%. Ooh. Okay, 88% white. <laughs> Blanco, Texas. It's living up to its name. Anyways, bro, there's there's less. Where's Latin American? Uh, oh, right there, twenty two percent. Wow, that yeah, that's not too bad. That's no. normal. Um, anyways, can you give me a little sultry, sexy music while I read from the real L Brewing Company dot com? Swifty American Pale Ale. Swifty is a refreshing revival of classic American style, the American Pale Ale. America. Also known as Freedom Pale Ale. Freedom. FPA. Fuck that puto. With a light medium body and bright citrus hops. So citrusy. Swifty APA delivers bold flavor, remarkable balance, and thirst-quenching crushability. Flavor all. Here at Real L, we believe there's always time for a Swifty. Get it, Swifty. Please drink responsibly. Mm. 5.2 alcohol by volume. Mm. 40 IBU. All right. Damn. 40 IBU, really? Yeah, it is a little mm. bit. It is a bit bitter. It, uh, but we've all had a chance to drink it and give it a rating in our heads. So uh, we'll start with Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. I didn't even introduce us today. I yeah, know, I know, but I think 
They already know. Yeah, you threw me for a loop. I had everything ready, and then you're like, oh, to the Brew World Order, and I had to make a few extra. Oh, it's because we were talking about Blanco. Oh, yeah. So Well, no, I forgot to do the intros, as I normally do. The Holy Hispanic, yeah, the the Twitter handles. The Twitter handles. Oh, yeah. Had me kind of thrown off there. You know... Because I didn't call him not Jura 52. Uh, he isn't Jura. See, how do Damn people it. know that? <laughs> He's definitely not for Jura 52. Uh, Swifty. Real Ale. Get Swifty. Brewing. Um, you know, we've had this a couple times on here. I don't necessarily remember. Maybe we can uh, look back and compare later I saw to it. see what we I what looked we did. it up because um, when I brought it in, I didn't realize we did do this one. Right oh, really? Yeah. It, it does have a, what was it, a 40 IBU? It's got a little bit of bitterness to it mm-hmm. for an ale. Yeah, it's kind of expected, but it's um it's kind of surprisingly light. Um, I mean, I'm going to give this probably middle of the pack. It's like a six. Ooh. Yeah. Six, six. That's right. Uh, oh, that's right. I, I couldn't hear you for a minute. Wow. There. Just said sick. Had to pull the current out of my well, ears. For, for, for me, <laughs> I, I loved it the moment I, I popped the top. Once uh, the the top came off, I had a smile on my face. Oh, that, um, that tends yeah, to, to work for yeah, a lot of for people. Real. But but the thing is, when you said forty IBUs, I thought it was gonna be more because it's like at least it's, it tastes pretty hoppy. You know what I mean? It has almost like some grapefruit citrusy to it. So I thought it was gonna be a little bit higher on the IBU. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give this an eight. That's right. I love this. Eight. That's right. This is delicious. Wonderful. So we last looked at this beer. Uh, Yes, here at episode 111, looking Ooh. back. That's almost 100 episodes almost, ago, so yeah. the, a lot of beers have happened yeah. between then <laughs> we, and then. That we don't remember. <laughs> um, Brandon originally rated this a 3.8. Okay. Jimmy rated this a 3. Mm. I like this beer. It is indeed bright and crisp. Yeah. Uh, you get those those uh, citrusy, bright hop from uh, flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tad heavy filling, which makes this a harder beer to chug, even though it says it's got, like, sick-ass ch- uh, chugability. But I don't agree with that. Because mm. you know who's, what's got really good chugability is Miller Lite. Oh, yeah. You could chug about seven of those in three seconds. That's right. It's got some bod to it. I'm going to give this a solid... Seven mm. and previously I had given this a four point five. Wow, very high rating, but not quite because four point five was but like a seven. There's it four. It's like a four. Yeah, yeah. It's like a seven in our new scale. Yeah, yeah. So is a three point eight. That's like a six or yeah, so. Yeah. And what did you call it? I gave it an eight. An eight. Well, yeah. Jimmy did not like this one before, but it is going in the books. That is another brew world order. <laughs> Getting ready for the tournament. It's the blue world. Have you ever heard of people that got the vaccine being able to attract magnets in their arms where the vaccine was? Have you heard about this? My wife showed me some videos two weeks ago. Isn't that isn't that odd? Yeah, and they tried to debunk it. They tried. Well, mm-hmm. no, it is debunked. I think it's debunked. I'm going to debunk it today. Uh-oh. I Uh-oh. I want you to debunk it because there's people on TikTok literally putting it on one arm and then putting it on the other arm. One arm had the shot and the other one doesn't. And the one that has the shot on it is the, where the magnet sticks. That's right. That's so right. that's what I've seen. That's what you've seen. That's right. Well, I've got this little video. Can we start with this uh, Twitter uh, uh, post here? And this is, I believe she's a nurse. And she's talking about magnetic covid or magnetic 
vaccine crystals, and uh, she turned her entire body into a magnet. Not just her arm, her whole damn. She's body. a nurse. Uh, I think she's a nurse. It really actually doesn't matter what she is. It don't matter. I mean, it would it would help if she was a nurse because it then... would help, right? Let's just call her her nurse. It may be misinformation, but let's go ahead and play this video. Yes, vaccines do harm people. By the way, so I just found out something when I was on lunch, and I wanted to show it to you. We were talking about Dr. Tenpenny's testimony about magnetic vaccine crystals. She looks so This is what I found out. So I have a key and a bobby pin here. Explain to me why the key sticks to me. Oh. It sticks to my neck, too. Yeah, so if somebody can explain this, that would be great. I don't think she's a nurse uh, because Any questions? only an idiot would believe this. Yes, vaccines do harm All people. All right, thank you. By the way, so I just found okay, out so something when I was on lunch, and I wanted to show you. That, that lady in the blue shirt got freaked out when she put it on her chest. She was like, what the fuck? Yeah, look at this guy. He's like, <laughs> looks like uh, Gustavo mm-hmm. Fring and shit from bro, uh, Breaking Bad. He fucking looks like Nelson Mandela, bro. Look at him. Look, look, look at that bitch's face. You see? <laughs> she got freaked the fuck out, dude. His face. He's all like, I, I don't see nothing. Are you, wait, do you think it's because of the of the sweat of the body that it's sticking on? Uh, well, it's friction, nonetheless. It doesn't have to be like sweat or anything in particular. Even a little, like skin naturally is a bit oily. And if it's got a big enough surface, it's going to stick to it. Now, the ones I've seen people do are like little round magnets. Uh-huh. And I went, I went home and I, I tried it on myself. And I'm like, I'm, ge- I'm able mm-hmm. to get it stick there. But mm-hmm. one thing that they don't account for is they're, or they're not asking is, do you feel it sticking? Because obviously there would be a pull of something foreign for under me. your arm yeah. sticking to it. And I, I, I personally never felt it. Mm-hmm. I also work with giant neodymium magnets, mm-hmm. which... Would no would, doubt yeah. fucking make you feel it. Definitely didn't stick. Definitely didn't feel any sort mm. of pull on there. I mean, that's only one That's only one person. Yeah. But it reminded me of the great James Randi. Are you familiar with James Randi? Maybe, but no. James Randi is a magician uh, who's known to debunk psychics and people who claim to have... Uh, Psychic powers, psychic and stuff. powers, and such the the clairvoyance. Yes, and what he offers it a, a what's called the million dollar challenge, and I think it's gone up. I think it's like six million dollars now, but essentially what he does is he has people come on that claim they have superpowers, Ooh. and he lets them do their thing, and he goes, "Here's the next thing to earn the million dollars. You got to uh, here's I'll give you a set of rules, and if you can abide by those rules and still do it, another reasonable rules." Um, and what he's done before, there was a guy. Um, who can make uh, the phone book pages turn on okay. their own. And so he went up there, and the guy did it. He was all fucking, it, like, it looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, that's very great. And so he goes, well, here's my only thing. And he puts down some styrofoam packing peanuts around the book. And he goes, all right, if you can make that thing move without knocking over the styrofoam peanuts, I'll give you the million dollars. And so the guy all of a sudden couldn't do it. Mm. And he does that with several people, you know, people that can read or, uh, colors of auras and everything. Uh-huh. And he does it. But so here's one of them where a guy claims that things can stick to him. Mm. And here's the amazing James Randi. So what we have here is a, a Asian show with some guy without his shirt on or at least the front of it. 
And he's got a big giant mirror. Oh, uh, yeah. Sticking to him. No, 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 no problem. No problem. Yeah, no, that's easy. It's a fucking mirror, of course. And so this is James Randi's thing. He's got talcum powder, baby powder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he goes ahead and, and uh, puts it on, slathers it on the chest. Mm-hmm. Because if it was really magnet, which mm-hmm. he claims it's a magnetic, it this would not affect it Well, at it wouldn't all. be magnetic if, it, if it's a mirror because it doesn't have metal on it. Uh, it the others, the reflective side would be... I guess somewhat metal because they spray like a metal surface and then no. it's glass. No. It's like usually it's silver. Or no. No. There's no metal on glass unless so it's a frame. To do this iron. And perhaps he showed the iron and everything. And I didn't, though, there's this, this clip is taken a bit out of context in some areas. All right. But thank you. That's essentially what you've seen, uh, what you've seen with these videos. They're not doing, they're not doing this. I would like to see. Mm them do this again. Like those people that make those videos, of course it'd be easier to make these TikTok videos. Yeah. I can make this TikTok video where it makes it look like it sticks right to my arm and then it falls off of this one as soon as I touch it on there. We can make that happen. Uh-huh. So we got to go with the, you know, the, the shadow of a doubt. We reasonable doubt here. But then we've got, if they were able to do that, mm-hmm. put some baby powder on there and then make it happen, mm. maybe we can, uh, we can talk. And that's, that's something I like to do with beer, beer tops all the time. It goes, I'm sticking it on my forehead. Oh, yeah. It's always fun. So I understand that. What I'm saying is, at, like, if it's, if it's true, right, if, if, if it is happening and people are having that experience, should, shouldn't it be taken serious, right? Shouldn't somebody be saying, hey, let's look into this? If there, if there's, a, if there's people coming out and saying it, right, from all the things that we've looked at the last four years of people crying wolf and us spending, wolf. and us spending hundreds of thousands on dollars to look at that thing, and then there's nothing. Why not something like that? Why not the vaccine? Well, don't you think if there were scientists out there that noticed this, that this would be frontline news? Like, why would see? Well, why do you think they banned many scientists from Facebook and YouTube and other platforms from speaking? Well, it didn't happen to a bunch of people. It happened, happened to a lot of scientists. It, yes. There is a, there is a, yeah, there... all those scientists didn't talk about it being magnetic. They talked about like hydroxychloroquine and they were, they were banned. Yeah, no, but not just that, but there is that panel of, of scientists that were trying to have that, that Q and A or whatever going on on Facebook that got shut down and right. then they got because banned. Because one of them had the, uh, the alien sperm DNA, uh, Nurse or whatever she was, the doctor. Who cares? From Nigeria. They got the poo-poo. And, they, and then they attacked the black lady. I know. It was so funny. Racist. No, yeah. but I'm not talking about Racist, recently. Yeah. I'm talking about a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. Was it a year ago already? Yeah, yeah, dude. Damn, was, man. We, we talked about it here on the show. Those two doctors at first that were like talking about how they had to um, mark the death down as COVID even if it wasn't COVID and then mm-hmm. we were talking about inflation of numbers which by the way I remember that episode we've talked about that a lot and that's about to have that watch watch the news come yep. out and yep. they'll say like oh the news is inflated inflated yep. this is why the flu was down so it, much it, the flu is down the same percentage that COVID is up it just seems like a coincidence and the, you know people will say it's well it's because of masks masks Mas- genuinely work Nobody got nobody got influenza this year. But but what what do the statistics show? 
the places that that did are. not that did not wear masks and did not have masks going on were either less or as equal to places that had the mask mandates going on, like death and sicknesses. I don't know about death, but definitely sicknesses. Yes. Um, let's get into another another topic here. Who who's trying to s- send us a friend request here? We've got. Hey, Rick said the mustache podcast. That's right. We you damn about right it is. By the way, if you haven't checked out, can we like put that in the background real quick? Uh, our newest video that is on our YouTube. Low sacrificed a beard. That's right. To you make this video, noticed, you may have noticed the beard is gone. He sacrificed it, and I'm back to a mustache for now. We're gonna rock the mustache. It's uh, it's nice to uh, it's nice and cooler, especially in the summertime. Yeah, it feels, dude. Like I said, I feel great not having hair here. Yeah. I didn't know that it could be this liberating to just rock a stash. It feels good. It feels really good. You know what I hate about the stash, though? Tell me. Is that people coincide that with with diddlers. Diddlers? Well, there's like, there's the molestash. <laughs> what? Is that the what mo- it's called? The molestash, which is like a the classic pedophile-looking mm. mustache. Now... Yeah, mustaches, I think, are getting, they're getting reclaimed. Yeah. But the people that do the ones that uh, make them pencil line thin. Yeah, those, yeah. Those are weird. Um, I like them nonetheless because I'm a fan of mustaches. Yeah. But it's a little weird. Yeah. It is. It always looks weird. And I'm sure it's hard for you to maintain, you know? And maybe that says something about them. That they crazy, are, they're, they're sociopaths. They must be sociopaths. Brandon comes next week with a fucking little pencil mustache. Hey guys, <laughs> uh, here you want to put that in the back and, uh, or did you want to play it? Oh, delicious! So we made this mustache video. We're just gonna play just little clips of it, uh, little teasers. We're not gonna play the whole dang thing. Check it out, man. It's a it was it's a fun one. Uh, no, you didn't have to put bring it over to us. I was just saying if you put it behind us. Get it over with. <laughs> Get it. Uh, Brandon's a fussy little guy lately. Uh, yeah. Sweet new uh, tie-dye shirt. I want to make some tie-dye videos, by the way, too. Ooh, that'd be fun. They're going to be like a couple of days. You have to do one in a day. But anyways, um, if you guys are interested in mustaching, there's a tutorial on YouTube right there. <laughs> Fun, 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 fun for everyone. So if you want to, if you want to stash like that, I mean, it's not, it's not up to par as what it was on the, on the, on the tube right now. But that, that, that video will show you how to get a perfect mustache. I wouldn't say perfect, but uh, a nice, nice styled one. Why not? You know, we should next time. Uh, next time we need to get like a. Like a better camera. The GoPro seems kind of grainy. Yeah, yeah. Compared to this nice camera you got here. Anyways, thank you. You don't have to put that up anymore. <laughs> the oh joke. yeah, that was, that part I thought was so good. And you're funny. You're so good. You don't want a bunch in there like your damn fucking chola or some shit like that. All right, let's go to. Um, I thought this was funny. This jack off Tubin gets his job back. Now I don't really care about this this story that much. I thought it's Tubin. Be, I thought. It's a funny clip, nonetheless. Now, if you're not up to snub what's what's going on here with uh, Jeffrey Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin is a legal analyst for CNN and uh, works for the New York Times or something of that nature. But anyways, he definitely got busted for jacking off on a Zoom call. He oh, yeah. He didn't know that he was on. 
um, and just was just stroking his dick and uh, pretty horrid. But, you know, if you were like a Republican or you were on Fox News and something like this happened, I I think you wouldn't ever get your job back at those kind of places. No. It's sort of, sort of shitty. Um, but uh, I want you to go down to the, the tweet that's on here so we can play the triumphant comeback of him. So he came back. Oh, but no. No, it wasn't that bad that he came back. And I can care less. Whatever. Live your life. I, I wouldn't want someone to lose their job over jacking off. Um, I just would imagine what would happen if it was a woman that was caught jacking off on there. Um, but I think this part is the most embarrassing, cringiest, like, comeback you've ever seen. And kudos to CNN for doing it this way. Because it could have been a lot easier on him. But <laughs> they definitely didn't. Just watch what, Just watch this. Let's bring in CNN chief legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin to yeah, talk no. about this and more. Look at him. Hi, Jeffrey. Hello, Allison. It's been a while. It has about. been a while, indeed. I feel like we should address um, what's happened in the months since we've seen you, since some of our viewers may not know what has happened. So uh, I guess I'll recap. I'll do the honors. <laughs> Help yourself. Okay. <laughs> Help um, yourself. In October... You were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. Everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working there. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Damn. Sad to say. Okay, so let's start there. Okay. Um, to quote Jay Leno, what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much. And, That's why I messed um, It was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other yeah, people no could duh. see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Uh, correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. But, I mean, that, that, is, part of, that, that is part of the story. Um, and, you know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly confess, um, trying to be a better person. I mean, in therapy, trying to do some public service, um, working in a food bank, which I certainly am going to continue to do, what? working on a new book about the Oklahoma City bombing. But I, I am trying to become the kind of person that people... Become. He wants to become the type of person. They go to this link. Wait, what, what, what is, but what is this bullshit that he's saying? It's like he's atoning for sin. Look, it's like he fucking broke the law and now has to go to court mandated. Okay, they caught me masturbating on Zoom. So you know what I did? I became a better person. I helped the poor and I will help old ladies walk the street. And, uh, you know, I shaved some dogs and, you know, I wrote a book. You know, is that good for you, America? You caught me masturbating. Are you happy now? What? What are you talking about? This dude is insane. What do you Bro. I know. It, it seems so funny. I don't care, really. I thought it was just a funny clip of how she just goes, and you were caught masturbating. <laughs> You're but, like, holy fuck. But, but it just shows. My mom was watching. But it just shows what the leftist is like. It's at the bottom of the dock. Where, where they feel like, okay, I did something bad. Now I need to out. I, yeah, I need to repent and atone for that and, and do all these good things. Like, that's not cool. It's not cool. 
let's go to this quick little video. This is you know, speaking of Zoom calls. Um, I I got a, a very a very surprising video. I got. Ooh. It's of Kamala Harris and Donald Trump in a Zoom call. Oh, nice. The weirdest thing. It's a very I, short clip. I believe it. Let's watch this. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh, Kamala is not into that. No, look at her. Not her head. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. I bet you that's what she's like in bed, too. She's, do not come. It is pretty gross. Don't. All right, let's Don't get come. into some meats. Let's get into some like meat over here. So, I, let's go into this bravery stuff here. Uh, so, we had D Day this week. What is Doomsday? Why don't you tell us about D Day? It's Doomsday, bro. It's Doomsday. The Doomsday defense, Dallas Cowboys, bro, in the nineties. Is that right? That's what we're talking about. Fucking. You, you, you had Daryl Bruce, Daryl the Moose Johnson, bro. You had all these mother. Oh, bro, you talking about the Doomsday defense? Is that what you talking about? Were they brave men? They were brave men, they bro. They they, men. they 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 held the line for Troy Aikman to to hand it off to Emmitt Smith to get those touchdowns. Is that why you celebrate like around the end of January, like every year? Yeah. I, you did call that a couple the D Day a couple times. You were like, "Hey man, I can't cope to the show. We got I got celebrating D Day." You know, I thought you were just trying well, to get some D. Well, no, that's Dog Day. That's the day I spend with my dog. Oh, okay. So it's got nothing to do with. But this. then there's another D Day that the day I spend with my dogs. That's the homies. Oh, oh, yeah. is that correct? Yeah. You got it. Well, we're talking. I think we're talking about a different D Day here now. Um, which day is it? That's the sixth, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, normally. If you were like a president, you'd say like, "Hey, this goes out to all my homeboys at Normandy that died there." Yeah, you know, peace, my homeboys. Yeah, recognizing the, those who suffered and died for our country. Because I try to imagine, like, can you, like, imagine the opening of that like boat trench mm. thing, right? And Dude, it lands on the it lands on the beach, and you're a young eighteen year old kid. You're fucking. Scared out of your goddamn mind. You've got your gun. You've got your cigarettes and your fucking helmet sitting there. The, the right? big, the scariest thing in your life was your mom catching you masturbating to some porn you stole from your friend. Yeah, that's like all. That's the old craziest thing that's that's all you happened know. to you. That's all you know. And now you're. And then the fucking gates lower. <sighs> dun, dun. And then shots come at you, and they're like, "Go!" Sip, 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 sip. And you're fucking running. Heart beating. Your your fucking your friends are getting shot in the face. Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> that that's the thing when you get shot in the eye. Oh, you got Dan Crenshaw. You got they got you got Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> and they're like, no, and fucking no, fucking Philly, <laughs> my boy Philly. Why would you do this to me? I told you that if if you died, I would marry your girlfriend. Don't touch. A, no, please. I'm gonna impregnate. <laughs> I'm gonna have sex with her, I promise. Just name her after me. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, you son of bitches. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was a live re- reenactment, though, of one of the battles. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's a, that's a very uh, TikTok worthy clip. Yeah, that was a uh, Saving Private Ryan. Never right there. Uh, so last year, the year before that, you know, Donald Trump's like, hey, my boy's out there in Normandy. You know, fuck, fuck, dude. I feel you. Yep. Oh, peace yep. from your boy, DJT. 
And then, you know, nothing from this guy. Nah, I fucking, whatever, right? He's He doesn't have to care. You don't have to care about the fucking army. You don't have to. You don't have to, whatever. But it's appreciated because you are the commander-in-chief. You are their commander, right? so you, you, you might as well, like, holler. You, you should at least tip the hat. You should do something. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Come, come on, man. And so, you know, at least tip your hat to the bravery of those young gentlemen. Now, they... Whether it's bravery or not, they could have just like stayed there in that tank and yeah. uh, and just like stayed there, fucked off, fucked off and died. Yeah. But no, they, well, I mean, they may have all done that and they died. We don't know. We just seen the fucking movie. Yeah, that that's made true. It look all awesome, but it's, it definitely wasn't awesome. But Joe Biden on June sixth, his tweet. Let's pop that mm. sucker up to trans to trans. You know the thing to transgender Americans across the country, especially the young people. You were so brave. I want you to know that your president has your back mm. during Pride Month and all the time. Mm. It's a pretty poor Biden impression, but to transgender Americans across the so country. So you know the, the, the things. Especially the young people who are so brave. This is pretty insensitive. Right after. Right after. Maybe he waited to make sure this didn't come out on D-Day so that, you know, those guys are brave. Uh, being transgender, the most like accepted thing right now. Is yeah, uh, <laughs> is being brave. Yeah, it's like if you're trying to side with the cool kids, it's the transgender. <clears throat> like shit. this whole Pride Month thing, you got all these, like being gay is not a taboo thing anymore. No. It hasn't been for several years. It hasn't been for a long. So time. we fly these flags. All the corporations turn their logos into rainbow flags, and then you've got those cocksuckers. You think that they're somewhat. Oh, they're for us, but even the gay folks, they're like, we're not falling for your yeah. fucking tricks, yeah. corporations. Yeah. Think you think you can just slap on a fucking, uh, a fucking flag, a fucking well, rainbow flag on my Gillette razors? Dude, and, and, that, and that's the frustrating thing because they are still the minority, right? So the the funny thing is that you what you see is when they do that, it turns off so many Americans because it's like, yo, we don't care, and just and they see through the veil and say because you do this. We're not even going to fuck with you. Why do you think like, things like uh, Coca-Cola and Gillette and all these things lost money? And look, we've got people going, prove it. And this girl, Kate, says, okay, but how specifically do you, quote, have their back, unquote? I'm pretty damn sure you said this exact phrase not that long ago. And there are still bills flooding around and getting passed to hurt transgender people. Mm. Now, these bills, from what I understand, are just the, the sports bills where they don't want... Uh, that hurt. They don't want the transgender women playing against biological women in sports because they're just getting dominated. Dominated. We, we talk about this endlessly. like crazy. Um, trust me, and I. It's, think, and it's not by a little bit. No, it's not by. It's, a not, by, it's, it's not by a little. Bit. It's by a lot of bit. Now we would probably be like, okay, I guess there. If if you had a transgender male going into football and then just totally dominating things. Um, you'd still have the same problem. You go, you, I don't even know if these guys would uh, say anything. Like, oh no, these guys no. are these guys are so uh, transphobic because yeah. they they think that I can't. Like, well, if you were kicking in the girls' league and doing that, you probably wouldn't have left the girls' yeah. league because you're doing it's Joanna man, bro. It's Joanna man, bro. It's Joanna. It's man. fucking Joanna man. Who knew that Joanna man would come true? At least the first half of the movie, because like Act Three, he gets in trouble from like the well, chicks and, trying and, to get and, from and, Veronica Fox. And it's funny, there's some there's so many movies like that, movies even in the '60s and '70s that were about like a woman going into a man's thing, and it's like that has never happened. Like 
there's never been a woman that dominated a man's sport with men in it. They make right like never, never, never has that happened because women get fucking demolished no matter what. That's why they don't have men tennis players play against women tennis players because the the I think it was like one of the I think it was a college guy or one of the lowest ranked professionals tennis players like fucking demolished Venus Williams. Right. Yeah, it's like it's not going to happen. Women are just not not built that way. There's nothing wrong with it. There, yeah, it really is nothing wrong, and I think that's the problem. Yeah. People think that it, there is something wrong with it, and it's really there's nothing wrong with that. I think about like sports that don't have like a ball, like so they're not really considered sports, but like they're 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 people on top of the field. Mm-hmm. And I one I especially think about is chess. Um, Mag- oh. Magnus Carlsen, I mean, he's the king of yeah. chess, and Bobby Fischer. This is a game that requires no, like, physical skill. Nope. But why aren't women, like, on the top of that field? Like, if if they are equal to men, why aren't there more, like, women ch- grand, you know, chess masters or something? Or maybe there is. I, I may be wrong, but I think of that, too. Like, figure skating, too. Like, you go physical, but that's a physical sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to try to think about phys- uh, non-physical sports because women are smart. Women are all when, and, and women are, but, but this women is the thing. Everything we this are. This is the thing. Women Just give birth. Less. Women give birth. They don't need to do anything else. You're bringing human beings into this what fucking they world. Do, uh, they... Okay, do whatever you want, but... You're bringing a human being into this world. You don't need to do anything else after that. That's like the most incredible thing that, anyone can do. What more do you want to do? That's why you should just stay home and cook and clean and be fucking happy and let the man bring you everything you want because you make human beings. Can you look up uh, Andy Kaufman doing uh, the like the womanizer thing? Right? Oh, bro. Andy that, Kaufman, that's a throwback. That is some of the funniest stuff ever. And like this is you right now where he's like, you know what? I, I do love women. I love them when they're washing my potatoes yeah. and my carrots. But I'm being real, bro. He's like, I'll fight any woman here, dude. I'll fight any woman here. Yeah, look at this wrestle, the 32-pound woman here. Like, this is... He died in 1984, so... Damn. Could you dude. imagine what he would be like today if he was still around? Listen to this guy. Asshole me, my infant style. All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and farm and do. Uh, is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? Okay, thank you. See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. Basically, he beats up this girl and like. <laughs> and that, well, that's, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're in agreement, but what I'm saying is. Women have the greatest job in the world, and it's making humans. Yes, it is. Let the man fucking magical. Let the man make the money and bring you the food and the flowers and whatever the fuck you want. You're making human beings. That's all you got to fucking do. You're doing a good job at it too. All right. You know what's fucking it up? That's not all they have to do. You know, but what they can do. No, but I'm saying, what more should you want to do? You're fucking making the people that make shit. Yeah, but what do you do after that? You cook, you clean, you make yourself look pretty. You go out with the ladies and have some fucking mimosas. You know, you wear your little motherfucking sundresses. You get your hair did, your nails did. Fucking sit down, watch some of uh, uh, Housewives of Vegas and get some ideas from them. Bro, uh, that's what I'm saying, dude. You, th- why would you want to do anything else as a woman? I try to think about that, like, if the if we you reverse the racism and I, or the sexism and I go, 
I would love to just stay at home all fucking day and just get taken care of. All I got to do is make a baby and like take care of it. Like that sounds like a pretty good deal. Do, and do that once every two years, every three years if you want. Yeah. Watch them grow up, be fucking happy. Then what do yeah. they do? Then what yeah. do they do? What do your kids do? Thanks mom for birthing me. And they give you more gifts. Like, they, they, you get gifts from your husband you get gifts from your kids you get from, gifts from friends and family because they're like you're a mom here you go you just get gifts all the fucking time bro all right take it Jeez. you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna transition i'm gonna become a woman babe i'm sorry i want to have the babies i want to fucking get pampered i want to fucking sit and get my nails done i'm gonna you know i, I want to fight a woman you could if you were a woman well you just heard it here today ladies and gentlemen davita Davida. Davida. Exactly, Davida Aguilar <laughs> over here going to fight a woman. Uh, someone of the same. Yes, sex. queen. Yes, queen. Uh, Ooh, I went on a rant there, bro. I'm sweating right now. I went on a rant. It's pretty mean, hot. I didn't mean here. to go on that rant, but do we have more beer? I didn't mean to go on that rant, but. I'll take I, another one, too. By I, got, the way. I got happy. Um, so we were talking about Biden snubbing this this D-Day thing, and I think we we talked about enough that uh, I'll go with Miller Lite. Oh, you son of a, I knew you would. Uh, I can't turn down a Miller Lite, but right. the bravery thing—that's what really kind of irks me. You know, like that. There's really nothing brave about coming out as transgender today in night no. in 2021. No. Coming out as transgender in 2000. I mean. To even 2005. 1920. 1920. That would have been brave. That would have been brave. But today, it's it's the new thing. That's like saying, like, eating. You know, oh, that that that's brave. Yeah, it's like... it's like, it's Taking like, a shit. That's brave, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's, what it, that's exactly what it's like. Oh, look. Watching I, TV. I, that's I gra- brave. I graduated from middle school. Look how brave I am. Brave. Pussies. It's again they're the the lefts or whatever whoever's like it's it's the changing of words again you know bravery is not going to mean the same thing if you're going to use it in a fashion where you're saying oh yeah uh, goth people they're so brave yeah you know uh, just that you know their their commitment to not getting beat up anymore like nobody beats up like like you know what you know what right? is brave nowadays. What? Coming out as conservative, saying say, saying that you don't agree with with the mainstream media. Yeah, well, what you know what us is brave coming out as a liberal in a conservative town. That's brave. yeah, yeah. That I would say that's brave because you're in the minority. Yeah, well, you're, if you're in the minority, something and then you come out, that's a little bit brave. Yeah, you're like like transgender. They're they're a very minority of people, but they're so accepted and. I mean, the only thing they're saying, like, oh, we need our rights. Like, what rights are you talking about? Like, you have the rights to play sports. You have the right to use bathrooms. Like, why do you... You can see how some people are uncomfortable with this and they don't agree with you because science has But you know what it is, right? No science is... No scientist has been like, well, we found that uh, feelings actually dictate your gender. But the thing is this. It's because the queers... They 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 are they are too uh, dainty to play with the actual men, and they're just like oh no. But then the 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 lesbos, you know, the dykes, they're they you know they're rough and tough, and they think they can handle with the men, and then they can't. They could, a little bit. I know if you get too rough with them, they'll they may crumble. Of course, dude. Oh, you know, but not not. But you know, there's some women out there that can take a punch. Right, so more, more, more power to you. I'm pretty sure there's a few women out there that can kick my ass. 
Okay, good. Let's move on. Um, also, <laughs> Rick said, take it easy, David. Uh, it was a rush of blood to the head. A rush of blood to the head? A so, rush though. of blood to the head. I think he That's knows. what it was. Um, let's go to this uh, diversity thing here. Because I've been, I've just been hearing this a lot more. And then this came out. And we're going to start seeing like lawsuits like crazy. And there's no other way of interpreting this. If people find themselves um, marginalized... Because of their race, mm. no matter what the race is, you, you should understand that whoever's perpetrating that is racist. And when you say we're hiring for diversity, uh, y- you've got a problem here. Because what is diversity to you? Does that mean no white people? No what? men? No women? Like, what are we talking about mm. here? And when people say we're hiring for diversity, we know what that means. It's another one of those... Leftist terms that they've changed. Diversity mm-hmm. means no whites, as David would say. Why don't we apply it these places? And then we go from the inside out. We fucking dismantle it. Well, luckily for us, we are diverse. That's what I'm saying. And we will get those jobs. Yeah. We may get those jobs. But it, it's... I just tuck it between my legs and, and let them know, hey, you know. So this comes from CNN, CNSnews.com. And... This comes from the media giant iHeart. You know iHeart Radio? Radio. Um, The headline says, quote, we are looking at only diverse hires at this time. End quote. Let's roll down here and read a little bit here. An executive producer at America's largest owner of radio stations, iHeart Media, advertised a job Thursday by stating, quote, we are looking at only diverse hires at this time. End quote. Molly Socha executive producer of custom podcasts at iHeartMedia made the statement in an email sent to LightServe interested in the New York City radio industry and obtained by CNS News. Quote, diversity is incredibly important to our team and our company. So we are looking at only diverse hires this time. End quote. Let's read that again. Diversity is incredibly important to our team. Why? 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 Tell me why. There's a lot of this kind of shit going around where mm-hmm. you just like, please just explain to me why yeah. you think we need this. Like, are you, uh, is some sort of quota? Do you need to uh, rack up some money? Like, do uh, do people of iHeartRadio I care well, what and, the race of the people that work for iHeartMedia? And are? not just that. Not just why. Why now? Why now? Why not before? Yeah. Why weren't you the trailblazer? Why didn't you start from the beginning with a, a, a diverse uh, staff? Well, maybe. Why now? Well, maybe this is the, the new uh, the new hiring manager, and they fired the last few people because they were just hiring all white people. Could be. You but know, they all they were doing was hiring Nazis. Hey, Nazi. Place. Uh, you got you need a job. You like radio? Yeah. Okay. High all, I yeah. heart. You Sweet. know, fucking shit. Right on. Sweet. You got you got a Hitler stash. You're in. All right. So, as you could see, that this is another example of like fighting racism with racism. Yeah. What do you 100%. call this when you say we're only looking at to hire diverse hires at this time? We're only looking at diverse hires. We're, this just means we're not looking for white males right now, or even white women, possibly. Mm-hmm. And how sad would it be, right? God forbid I were to get injured and not be able to work again. And my wife, who who is white, 
is out there looking for a job to help her husband and her family keep food on the table and she gets rejected because of the color of her skin but then here comes a black person who has a rich family and they're making that person get a job and he's over here taking a job that she could have used to provide for her family right like that's fucked up it's absolutely it's so fucked up on so many levels and I don't know why people don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing on with the article. While iHeartMedia producer made this stipulation in her email, it is apparently uh, it apparently is nowhere to be found in the public listing for the job. <laughs> Damn. Instead, uh, instead, the public announcement states that iHeartMedia is an equal opportunity employer and will not tolerate discrimination what in employment on the basis of race, color, age, sex... <laughs> Sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression, religion, disability, ethnicity, national origin, <laughs> marital status, Damn. protected veteran status, genetic information, or any other legally protected classification or status. You can just say that from the beginning. Any they crossed other... their T's and dotted their I's. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we have here. Podcast editor. Hey, you looking for a job, uh, Brandon? Brandon? <laughs> I don't know. Your name sounds too white, boy. Yeah. So, sorry, bro. Your oh, name's not going to pass. Brandito. Brandito. Uh, let's see. Do you see anything in there? Uh, you should. Uh, I think they probably. Brandon's going to fucking apply right now. He's like, shit, this looks good. By now, they've. Uh, they Bro, you don't want to live it. in New York. Fuck New York right now, dude. That's fucking. You got. You want to live where Cuomo is? He's going you, uh, to tickle your butthole. Press control F and search for uh, only diverse. Or just diverse. Yeah, see, they took it out. You don't. As soon as this start, kind of thing comes out, they're done. You got to get rid of this right away. And then what they're going to do is secretly. This is this is what r- r- racism is, and I can see where this is where actual racism. Is. The way that they're handling this, mm-hmm. and the way that anyone else would say, "Oh yeah, I hire for diversity," but you can't say that because mm-hmm. it's actually racist to mm-hmm. say that because you you're excluding people because yep. they're not diverse enough, uh, in which you can't do that. You're just not allowed <laughs> to do that. So I got to keep it low. Which, but if they found out, you know, fucking fuck. So guarantee <laughs> you, fuck. whoever that they hire is not a, if they, if whoever they hire is not a white person, you got to understand. They knew that they weren't going to hire a white yep. person in the beginning. Yep. This is what, this is what's going on. And, um, this is the actual racism we see in the world here. Mm. Uh, but I see it here. This is what, uh, what, uh, everyone else will say white people are doing. Yep. This is what the white people's racism. You're like, what? What? Yeah. What? What? This is. Okay, let's pretend like that's even for real. Then are you okay with this? Because mm-hmm. you're not okay with that. Are you okay with this? Because it's the same thing, but on the other side. Exactly. If that even exists on the other side, which I'm pressed to find any actual hard evidence. I haven't that. seen any I'd job list. I haven't seen any any emails or job lists that said white only. <laughs> we're only we're only hiring for whiteness right now. Yes. <laughs> what? Okay. And speaking of, of of racism and everything, let's go to this oh, next we're, link. Uh, we're oh, we're getting a call. Yeah. Uh oh. Fucking here comes the hate. Here comes the hate. Oh shit. Hey caller, you're on the air. What's going on here? Do it again. Hello. Hey caller, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Are you on the air right now? Are we Yes, we are live on the air. We are live. Do I have the wrong channel? Uh Oh, there's a delay. I, I can actually. Oh yeah, you're gonna have about a 10 second delay. But we're talking about uh, diversity hiring. What What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm African American, so yeah, please hire me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my man. You know, but do you think that if you say something like this out loud, that's got to be a racist term, right? You can't say you're hiring for diversity. Well, check, 
check, check this out, dude. So living in Austin, Texas, you have UT and affirmative action has been a big issue. And so like as an African-American hearing stuff like diversity and, and the fact that it's like pulling teeth or pulling nails to hire brown and black people or indigenous people, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of like a subconscious, you know, it's like stepping on people's toes a little bit. Well, I can, I can sort you of know, see the where they're, that, I can see where they're coming from. The you know, they, issue. They, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know who's got, who's got an issue with, uh, 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 affirmative action at UT. I mean, I know why they would have, uh, no, just go, go ahead. Just the fact that it's an issue, just the fact that it's like, you know, if you're black or Brown or, you know, if you're walking on the UT campus and you have that in the back of your mind, that people are thinking that you're there just because of some protocol or just because of some outside not that you got there on your own merit, mm. you know what I mean? Never mm. mind the fact that you got to deal with the fact that you exist in a patriarchy and that you've mm. overcome all these struggles to get to this higher education, mm. you know, whether affirmative action is necessary or not. It's just kind of a, you know, it's just kind of a, it's just not cool. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I agree with you. You're, you're always sort of wondering if people see you as that affirmative action hire. And, yeah. And yeah, you, people, right. People, people, People don't respect or hustle, right? Like, we're like people hustle and grind yeah. to get in the position that they're in, and then you know, right. and and th- and, th- and that's kind of what is the frustrating part about a lot of these things where they say we hire only for diversity. I don't want you to hire me because I'm black or brown. I want you to hire me because I've w- outworked everybody else, right? I've proved right. myself to be the employee that you wanted. Don't hire me because my skin color. Hire me because of my work ethic. Right, but the thing is, it's like you wouldn't even be in the discussion or the conversation if you hadn't already overcome a lot of hurdles. The fact that there's even a discussion or the fact that affirmative action is even a possible issue means that there is an existing problem. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, the affirmative action or however, whatever you want to implement is just, an identifier to the fact that there is these overall and outstanding, you know, the, the United States has to atone for a lot of its sins mm. and it hasn't. Why, why and the do thing you think is, is like how, well, I'm saying, how do you have justice when you have major companies that have been built upon the graves of native Americans and African slaves? How do you have justice within a system like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, well, here's the feather in the hat. We're going to call it affirmative action. And then if you're black and brown or indigenous, you should feel a little bit slighted to be in these institutions that are built upon the, the graves of Native Americans and African slaves. It's, it's just kind of like, you know, there's no atonement. There's so, no reparation. So, so, so there's, quick no, question. there's no effort. So there's quick, no effort. Quick question for you. Mm-hmm. So do you think the people in Africa who are building their success on African slave work should atone for their sin too. Okay. So the African, so that's a great, that's a great question. Great point. But Africans, when they were selling black people, so African slavery was an indentured servitude. You could work your way into the tribe. You could marry within the tribe. You could buy yourself out of, Slavery. The slavery of America was chattel slavery, the mm-hmm. most brutal and the most 
heinous of all slavery in, in, in human history. Mm-hmm. So they weren't aware of the brutality of the slavery that existed in the United States and in the UK. So then you're pleading ignorance. I'm not pleading ignorance. I'm not saying that they're pleading ignorance. I'm saying that the fact of the matter of how slavery was in Africa in comparison to slavery in America, it was two different forms of slavery. African slavery, you could marry within the tribe. You could buy yourself out of slavery. It was indentured servitude. But it wasn't for American slavery. American slavery was chattel slavery, the most brutal in human history. It's apples and oranges. It's not a comparison. I don't know if it was the most brutal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the most brutal. Yeah, it sounds brutal to me. Chattel slavery slavery was a a new form of slavery where you you considered Africans as beasts of burden, as less than human. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, and we've talked about that on the show of how, 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 but, and you know why that was, right? That was because of science. So science had said that, that black people were lesser than white people. So smaller, the the science, the science, yeah, based on eugenics, the science of European derivatives. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So so if if I get, no, I'm saying if I get like 12 or 15 of my friends and we write a textbook and say the craziest stuff, it doesn't give it any merit. So the fact is saying, saying that it's science, I mean, I could get, you know, I can get five, 10 of my friends and then we can all put on lab coats and say, you know, I called into the show the other day and this one individual that said something is this because Mm. 15 of us have lab coats it's true no it's mm. just it doesn't have any merit just because it's yeah that that that, that doesn't yep. that's not a a valid point i'm with you in on my, that no, yeah, he's, uh, yeah he's 100 with you on yeah, that one because he's not into science at all but i don't say uh, i'm not into science what, what's, what's your name man it's, it's good talking to you because you know we don't have a uh, we just don't have I'm, that I'm voice a, i'm an austin i'm an austin hip-hop artist i go by rataroo it's r-a-t-a-r-u-e you can find me at www.rataroo.com oh, hell yeah bro um, so, uh yeah so if y'all if y'all want some music or whatever go to rataroo.com i've just got a new album i just put on my first vinyl record uh, last year but and i was touring but because of covid everything got shut down so if y'all please support i'd appreciate it for well, sure bro we'll follow want, you on are you on instagram definitely encourage our folks to do that but yeah to i'm on instagram <laughs> y'all follow me i'll definitely follow back i'm on austinite you know what i mean i'm yeah. old school austinite like when everything was slackerville so i'm chill dude yeah bro good. yeah sounds well, Rad- like my shit Radaru, let me ask you a couple questions before we let you go here but i i you asked you talked about reparations and i think there are there's some room for talking about that mm-hmm. um what what Mm-hmm. What would make this right, and would it ever be right after those reparations? Will we still would would this all t- stop? Like, what kind of reparations do we talk about? Do we encourage? Well, I think I think I think the I think reparations. If you did give Afri- those of African, uh, if you gave them, so reparations. They the United States promised African slaves or ex African slaves. 40 acres and a mule. So if you do the equation of how much 40 acres and a mule is today to all the descendants of African slaves, if you give them that amount of money, then that kind of changes the conversation and that changes the paradigm of how, because then you're talking about empowered people that have um, access 
to capital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the world is going to treat the world. Like if you go to a nice restaurant and, and the rest and the waiter knows that you're going to tip them well, they're going to treat you differently than an ambiguous situation yep. where they're like, I don't know if this guy is going to tip. Mm, mm. So if you have African descendants with capital land, it's going to be a different, you're going to treat them differently. Yeah. Because Ratter, they have Ratter, it remind, you remind me of a, a joke we used to tell, we used to say uh, when I was a server, you know how you, I, I remind you of a joke. No, I'm just going to go ahead. <laughs> it's not a good joke, but it goes, you know how you, you know how you can uh, prevent a canoe from tipping? Oh, oh God! You paint it black. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bad joke. I definitely heard that. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad joke, but it reminded me of that. I made, a, I made, I made up, I made up a joke uh, today. I got some bad jokes. So, uh, if a car, uh, so if cars wore a, uh, if cars wore, um, what do you call it? Uh, fur coat. What kind of fur coats would a car wear? Uh. Mink, mink. Hey, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's a dad joke, that's a bro. Joke. That's, that's a, a dad, dad joke. joke. Yeah, I made it. I made it up today. I made it up today. Yeah. Not only is this uh, man an okay, artist, here's, here's he's a one, comedian. Here, yep. Here, here's one. Here's one for the millennials. Millennials. Uh, what's the loudest vegetable? Bell pepper. <laughs> but if you ask a millennial, you know, but if you ask a millennial, you know what they'd say? What? Turn up. Hey, turn up, turn up. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, good on you. That's great. Well, Dude, I got a bunch. I got a bunch of them. Well, then maybe save them next time. I'd love to have you on uh, maybe for a full episode. Yeah, you sound dude, like we, a good guy. We yeah, can talk we can, about uh, we can talk about critical yeah. race theory, which is, you know, something trying to be pushed out there and we're pretty critical of it. Um I just don't mm-hmm. I don't think fighting racism with more racism is the actual answer here. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm seeing a lot of this, the, the hiring for diversity, because for someone like me who would be identified as a white person, it's not fair because my mm-hmm. family wasn't involved in it. I'm actually Filipino. I was never involved in the American experiment till my mom moved here, you know, mm-hmm. but I would still be, right. I look like a white guy. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get pushed for that. You got to pay reparations. Well, bro. I, I, I totally, that 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 is an absolute. I understand, and I I definitely want to empathize with that. But you also have to take into account that, um, you know, the the capital was was uh, created by slave labor. A lot yeah, of slave understood. labor happened. The, the 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 stock market was created in 1901. So just think about all the people that have invested money that they made from slave all labor. Right, you know, we're fighting against the clock here, real quick. Case, hang on there. Let okay, me let okay. me call off here. Thank you guys for watching. We're gonna continue on Facebook Live. Uh, so keep on hollering at us. Uh, just you know where we're at. So be cool, stay hip. For Brandon, for David, I'm Los saying that's right. Peace. All right. So we're Peace back on. We're back on live. We're staying on live for uh, YouTube and Facebook. And uh, yeah. we, we've got a new guy hanging yeah, out with Rataroo, us. Yeah, baby. Rataroo. What's up? What's up? Yeah, I don't I don't want to take all your, all your time up. But, I mean, I, I definitely think that there's, you know, I think that it starts with empathy. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? Like, we got to hear we got to hear people out and we got to um, we got to take everybody's experience into account. But. Mm. The the United States is a democracy. This is an experiment. We have the Constitution, but you know we, it's hard to move forward unless unless we atone for 
the atrocities and the, and, and bad things that have happened in the yeah, past. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And so you know, let's, let's, yeah. You know, let's that, not forget that. Yeah. The, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to mention that Dave Chappelle's uh, skit there about reparations and, uh, how all, all the, <laughs> they were buying, uh, the whole truck of menthol cigarettes. I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich, but yeah. When, when, right, when, right. when yeah, in yeah. the episode where everybody gets reparations, it's like the, the, the highest paid person was a fucking dude on the block. Fubu rose yeah, up and yeah. stock yeah. and shit became the, the, Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the Dave, the Dave Chappelle show was insane. I think the oh, first bro. skit was the, uh, he was a prophet. The blind, uh, Klansman. Oh uh, yeah. Like, yeah. That was one Clayton of the first Bigsby. shows ever. Clayton Bigsby, yeah. bro. I mean, can you imagine, like, dude, that's, I mean, can you imagine how far we've come as a country where somebody can even do that on live television? Yeah, you know for what real. Saying? For real. So, you know, it's like, we, we're, we're moving along as a country, and, and the consciousness of the country is, we're moving steps and bounds, but, you know what I mean? Like, my point is, is like, there's like major multi-million, multi-trillion, billion-dollar country, or companies, whatever, mm-hmm. that are built upon the graves of Native Americans and African slaves. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and, and what you're saying, you know what I, mean? I, I think to, to take what you're saying to make it more uh, applicable to your everyday person, it's almost like when you have, mm-hmm. a, it's almost like when you have a good idea and you tell it to somebody, mm-hmm. like you tell it to your boss and then he runs with it and mm-hmm. gets a promotion and gets all this shit because of it and never acknowledges right. you for your idea. You know, and and we see that, right. and, and that's kind of you know, and I say the same thing about Mexicans, bro. I'm like, yo, Mexicans, like, we work all the motherfucking time. Like you, like I go downtown Absolutely. to take photos at five in the morning, and there's all the construction people are all fucking Mexicans, men and women, and they're right. all there with their hard hats walking down the street at five a.m. because they're feeding people in Mexico and they're relying on their paycheck. And and dude, right. I you know. You know- when I when I went to Mexico, I went to Monterey, Mexico, and uh, I've been to Mexico City. When I went and just the 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 geographic layout, when mm-hmm. I was in the bus or whatever, it felt like Texas, bro. Yeah, like yeah. it 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 felt the same. Like it does, it didn't feel any different. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was lush, but it felt like it felt the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, arguably, yeah, this is, like, you know, territory that was once owned by Mexico. Mm-hmm. And as far as, like, me being African-American and the African experience, a lot of people don't know that the first free uh, township for Africans was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, it's funny, you know, well, it's funny like because... Mexico- because I'm from Brownsville, mm-hmm. Texas, and Brownsville, Texas, it's funny because I very brown. Uh, well, the, the place that I grew up is called Las Prietas, which means the darkies. Mm-hmm. And my wife, mm-hmm. she, the the darkies. That's what oh, it, the darkies. Yeah, that's what it translates to. And so my wife, who who is white, she's like, "That's racist. Why is it? Why is it called las prietas?" And I googled it, mm-hmm. and it said because at that in the part of Mexico where in the part of Brownsville where I grew up. That was one of the heaviest African American uh, populations there before they moved mm-hmm. to North Mexico, and 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 dude, mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. so it's so weird because because there were so many times when I would working and working, I worked at Best Buy and Starbucks in in Brownsville, and I would have like mm-hmm. black like Wesley Snipes type black people, bro, 
like purple, mm-hmm. like coming in, speaking the most beautiful Spanish I've ever heard. But I would go up to him like, yeah. hey, how's it going? You know, this and that. And then they would talk to me the best. And I'm like, what? And so when, when I when yeah. I Googled that, yeah. I was like, oh, it's because there are so many African-Americans who now live in northern Mexico and a lot of Spaniards, too. Mm-hmm. Who, who migrated yeah. from where I grew up, bro, where my home is, this is where they lived. It was, it's great looking at the history of that. Yeah. I, I think that, um, I, it, it, to, to go back to your, to your comment about, um, critical race theory and, and, and fighting racism with more racism. I think that being, uh, aware of people's race is extremely important. I don't think that you should be void of race. Like race should be a, a non conversation, mm. but the thing is with African Americans is that when Africans were, were, were put on, on, on United States soil, they were taken, their, their language was taken away. Their religion was taken away. Their, their identity was basically taken away. So Africans in the United States, African Americans were trying to start a culture here. Mm. So that's why, you know, there's jazz and hip hop and all that stuff. So we're trying to, you know, we are fully American if yeah. you're African American because we don't have ties to the old country, unlike, you know, Europeans and indigenous people that can trace their roots. So, well, you know, let, so let, let, to, let me push back on that, mm-hmm. that real quick. Don't you think African Americans ha- are predominantly the culture in America? They take over sports. Uh, yeah, uh, they take over music. They like so. So what I'm so that's so, even yeah, even yeah, even so what's I, going on right now. Like it's kind of hard to to for for when I hear the argument of like, oh, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but when I when I hear the argument from a lot of people that say, oh, look at black people, pity them. I'm like, what are you talking about? They dominate so many things in the industry. They have so much property. They own so many businesses. They have, do all these things. So like, I feel we're like trying to have a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're trying to have a voice. It's a, it's, so here's the thing. The, the consciousness of America is ownership of African slaves. So whenever we come up with jazz, whenever we come up with hip hop, outsiders don't see it as just an African-American thing. Mm. They, their consciousness is, oh, well, this is ours, too, because we own. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Like white folks, white folks are now predominant in hip hop. Uh, yeah. you know, oh, bro. In, in Austin, in Austin, bro. In Austin, talk that Texas. talk, bro. That's literally a conversation I was having with a homeboy the other day. How weird it is, how the mm-hmm. even when you look at the top trending artists and so many things, how hip hop has been overtaken by white people, and white people right. in hip hop are made to look more glorified than they actually are. It's crazy, well, the dude. Thing is, the, the thing is, is like they they have they have um. You know, so they they have the connections, like they you know they have access to money. Yes, so that exactly. Means that they can exactly. buy the they can buy the microphones, they mm-hmm. can buy the the drum machines, the or production whatever. time, then, you know, all they, that kind of stuff. They can, they they have access to the money. They you know a lot of black people can't afford to go to shows. You know, I, I was uh, I worked at a job and somebody gave Wait, me an ACL ticket. Why can't black people? Why, why to don't? Go there? Well, I mean, it's like we, so a lot of African-Americans don't see spending $300 for uh, a ticket for two days. Like when I go to ACL, it's <laughs> not, it's not predominantly I, me, black. Me neither. Dude, I used to that means in, we're black. 
Well, I feel like <laughs> I'm I'm, I felt I'm that way kidding. for a long time, by the way, because I love grape soda and but watermelon. I'm saying, but I don't like you, you like you like menthol water. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Come on, do you water black is black, bro? <laughs> Take it easy. No, no. But here, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. So there is. So some black people they have Gucci belts. Mm-hmm. They have Prada shoes. It's not like they don't have access to capital, mm-hmm. but they're not they're not going to spend it in the same ways as you know white folks. Well, I it's think it's, I think because you know I think and th- and this is something I was watching. Um, uh, what uh, uh, writers? Um, what's that movie with? Writers against the storm. No, no, with uh, with the with the girl from a million dollar baby. Uh, Freedom Riders. Uh, Freedom know. Riders. Freedom Riders. Uh, where, where you know, uh, so it was this movie. This teacher goes in and in all this black uh, school. And she teaches them about, you know, all these writers. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I noticed yeah. was, and I, and, I, and I say this even with the with the Hispanic community, is that well, we're not taught about our history in America. And, and the thing that I right. and the thing that I noticed about, you know, in that movie was how the black and brown community don't really respect mm-hmm. history and they don't have elders to look up to. Because so many are you, are you saying are you saying black and brown people of America or just in general on the planet? I would say ju- in America. I, I would say I would say okay, yeah, in America. Yeah. So, dude, check check this out, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this on you, and then I'm, a, I'm and then I'll, I just want to hear what you say. Go so, for, like, the, so in in uh, so when I was a kid, I, I, I'm a black person, but I went to private school, mm-hmm. and I was taught um, I was taught Latin, and I was taught Greek. And, and the intricacies of Rome and Greece and blah blah blah. Did you go to a, now, a classical you, academy? No, I went to a Montessori school. So, oh, okay. So here's the thing: in Roman numerals, there is no zero. Mm-hmm. So, in the in in the culture of, of of Rome and Greece, they didn't have the concept of zero. Nope. The z- so zero is something that's Arabic. The Mayans had a concept of zero. The Egyptians had a concept of zero. So there is a so. Black, brown, and indigenous people had a concept of the of zero of nothingness. Mm-hmm. Europeans, and I'm going to say, white supremacy is indicative of a culture of people that truly don't understand the concept of zero of nothingness because they're starting with the grounds of they are better than others. So they don't. They're not starting with the concept of maybe we're not. Maybe we're. We are. Zero. I'm saying. I'm saying in the paradigm of white supremacy, there there isn't a zero. There is a, a nothingness. They, it, white supremacy is based on the premise of white supremacy. Right. But there's a a problem with all this because what you're saying is is true for back when slavery was a thing. But for many, many years, over 100 years, generations of black people have have, have succeeded and done things. I'm saying if you look at the architecture of ancient European, if you look at the architecture of the Roman ruins, the reason why a lot of those structures are in ruin is because the architecture didn't have a concept of zero 
Okay. Well, uh, well if you I'm, look I'm, at, I'm if you look put... at my if if you look at Mayan civilization, if you look at Egyptian civilizations, if you look at the structures that they built, those societies had a concept of nothingness. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just just well, the fact. I'm, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna push, push back on that. that exactly, because there's a pushback is a requirement of that is not. I'm saying I exist as a brown person with the possibility of nothingness. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to push back. Uh-huh. Well, what, what, what I was going to say was, I, I think that is more of a Western mindset of whiteness. Because when you look at, you know, when you look at what... My, my, my point, or, or what, do you, what do you mean? Well, yeah, your, your point. With, 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 because even when you study the Norse, when you study the, the Germans, when you study so many, so many of the, the Dutch, uh, the Ro- Netherlands... Ro- Ro- Rome and Greece, Rome and Greece, Pre-existed Germanic. Well, of, of, co- of course it did, but, but what cultures. preceded that? You know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. What, it's, preceded, it... Ro- what preceded Roman and and, and Greek? Uh-huh. The Rome, the Romans. The reason why the Romans were so profound is because they conquered most of Europe. Right? Yeah, yeah, but but what preceded Greece that? Conquered most of Europe. Their 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 society was so vast. Mm-hmm. That it beca- that it collapsed upon itself mm-hmm. because of its vastness. Yes, but but going to your argument, right? Why, Go, going to what you're saying about whiteness, reason, not knowing a zero, right? Because you're your own. Just, your own. That's a, that's, I'm saying it, nobody does long mathematics. Nobody does extended uh, multiplication. Nobody does division. Nobody does complicated math with Roman numerals. Yeah, Europeans had to adopt. Europeans had to adopt the numerals of Arabic people mm-hmm. to become complex mathematical thinkers. It's we are all all societies in a mesh and using different goodnesses of different cultures is why we are profound people today. Yes, but, white people. White people are not. We're not in a white supremacist world because mathematically that doesn't exist. You don't have trips to Mars and the moon without Arabic numerals and the concept of zero, which is from black and brown people. I'm saying uh, we're not talking about philosophy. We're not talking about Socrates or Plato or Thomas Aquinas. We're not talking about that. I'm I'm talking about basic mathematics zero Mm -hmm. and how... The con- the context. You're talking about Pythagoras. You're talking about you're talking nothing. you're talking about. I'm, ta- all- I'm but- talking about the, I'm talking about white supremacy is devoid of the understanding of zero. You can't say I'm better okay. than everybody I, else. I, I'm, but I'm but but what I'm saying is that is only true in the West. That is not true globally, and that's not true universally. Rome Rome, Rome never existed in the West. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. That is only a Western idea where the, where the predominance is. that that white people are superior than other colored people. I'm saying white supremacy exists in different countries. Like, yeah, they're they're like different different people. No, we we of, just had a conversation about Afri- African slavery going on in Africa by other Africans. Obviously, white supremacy yeah. does not exist there if it's all Africans who are doing it. 
What? So, well, okay, so, so, so even so then, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, let, I hold on. I let you talk. I'm, I'm so, but what I'm letting, what I'm, I'm, listening, I'm listening. I know what I'm telling you is mm-hmm. you, what you're saying only works in the West. It does not work globally or universally. I agree with you in saying that in the West, because of the way that it was founded with the Native Americans and they were on slavery. Yes, but that's not something that you could apply. You know, and you're talking about Aquinas and you're all these kind of guys. We're not speaking philosophical. We're talking about how you said is mathematically. So even when you look at mathematics there really isn't a zero because there is an eternity past and there is an eternity future so the concept of zero doesn't exist so what you're saying by black and brown communities having a concept of zero what you're trying to say is that the black and brown community are the ones who are limiting themselves so you what you're saying is you're no no, no hold on hold on well you're no hold on no it is no it is what you, it is what you're saying because what you're that's saying how, is no 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 hold on hold on no no because no that's what you're saying if the black and brown community created zero then that means we are the ones who are limiting ourselves. We are the ones who are enslaving ourselves. Think, so it, it, the I way that we break out of yeah, that, I don't understand what you're no, yeah. because what you just said, you said the black and brown community are the only ones who have a concept of zero. What that means is I'm saying that the Roman. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying concrete. I'm saying concrete. I'm not in. I'm not inferring. I'm not speaking cryptically. I'm saying concrete. There is no zero. In Roman numerals, period. But do you know why? So Certain hold on a second. Let me, not, let me let me hop in. Do real I quick. know why they didn't they didn't discover it yet? Just just no, like because Newton because there is no zero. Gravity, gravity. Be, cool because there is no, no zero. No, zero doesn't Newton, exist. Newton Newton had the observation of gravity. Einstein had the 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 observation of space and time. And I'm how and how wrong are they those, now from what they knew? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think you're speaking poetically. I'm just no. saying concretely. Know what? I'm not speaking poetically. I'm saying even what they knew has been proven false through metaphysics. What are, you, what are you talking about? The concept of gravity. We've okay, already okay, we've okay, already okay, transcended okay, gravity okay, with anti gravity. David, 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 okay, let's slow down because I'm lost listening to both <laughs> you guys. For, first of all, what? What are you talking I about? Know, the I, concept of gravity. This gravity is, exists. There is no anti gravity without gravity. That there's no anti pasta without pasta. I don't. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What you're, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like there's poet. There's poetic. I'm saying look, concrete. Like if I was to look at something historically, like. If if uh, if if one uh, if one society created a vase with adobe, making something out of mud into uh, a pl- into plates and into eating utensils, mm-hmm. then you can say, well, that's been disproven because now we have ivory spoons or whatever. Like, no, okay, yes, but I'm not I'm not comparing. Comparing and contrasting Adobe with plates of now, I'm just making an observation saying, okay, this society had this kind of vase, but then this kind of society had this kind of vase. And then when these two societies met and then technology came into play, then we made this kind of vase. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that black and brown people are better. I'm not trying to say that white people are better. I'm saying as a group of people whenever we work together and have concepts that are 
you know, whenever we work together, think things out together, we are stronger as a people. Proper science. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, there was I no zero. There was no there was no zero in, in Roman society. So I'm saying like you can't be somebody that's a white supremacist and be like, oh, we are superior because like, hold on, bro. Y'all didn't even have a concept for the number zero and your 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 architecture of antiquity is falling apart. I feel so I, I see where you're coming we're, from. We're we're able we're able to go to the moon now because we're all yeah. in it together. That's I all see, I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And we got a question here from uh Facebook here. It says uh What's the difference between white supremacy and just being in the majority? White supremacy is a is a paradigm based upon um it's a paradigm. White supremacy is a paradigm saying like that other races are a less than. You know, these are mongrels, yeah. these are beasts, watch out for these guys because they're going to get you in an alley. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, you can't trust these people. And it's, and it's based upon, it's based upon the, um, uh, being able to move up a tier within the, the paradigm of, of whiteness. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like they're, they're, I think that's, that's a whole, that's a whole different like can of, of whatever. Like I'm, I'm black. I'm an African-American. I don't, I can't empathize with murderous or white supremacy. Cause I'm not, that's not my, that's not my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm but, just saying like, but what you say with, if, with your upbringing, cause you just said you went to Montessori, you know, Latin or you learn Latin Greek and all these things. I used to teach Latin and Greek. So I'm with you on that. I love that you said that. So don't you feel mm -hmm. like you are more white than a lot of black people are? So that's, that's saying that intelligence is, is white. Mm. I say that I'm intelligent. Mm -hmm. I say that I'm intelligent, but to the premise that I'm white because I'm intelligent is racist. Now, do you, now is that something that you think was brought on by the white or black community? That was something that you just said. I don't know who brought in. Well, no, no, no. The idea you of made that statement. No, because how, how many, how many I'm times, how many times that we heard in school, I heard it a lot in school and I, and I told this to a lot of friends in school and it's been passed around when, when you read and when you, and you pronounce words, correct. That's white. Bro, why you got your white vo no. voice on? Why you, no, bro, no. you can't tell there, me no, there, bro. That's everywhere. There, when you, there, when you speak in a good easy, vernacular, people there, accuse you of having your white voice on. English, English is English is a language. In English is an amalgam English, of many languages that is just the lowest of languages. It, well, okay, so you said that you studied Latin and Greek, and, and, and English is mm -hmm. a Latin language, just like German and Portuguese. And English is a blah, hodgepodge blah, blah. of four different languages, or three different languages. English is a English is a derivative of a Latin language. Latin, Latin, Greek, and something else. English was a well, hodgepodge Greek, of the Greek, of the. Greek, of, Greek pre-existed Greek pre-existed Latin. Greek pre-existed Latin. And English is a Latin language and simplicity. Now we can go into the nuance, but here's the thing. English in simplicity <laughs> is a language. There's no racial anything involved with language. No, there isn't. Uh, satire. A guide so to code so switching. I'm if you have computers that speak binary language and you have another computer that you upload that binary language, but one computer is black and one computer is white, you can't look at that black computer and say, 
well, you're a white computer because you because you have zero and ones. Like, look, I'm just speaking a binary language. This is language. No, but but, but what, all it is. It's what I'm saying is having a better it's, vernacular. It's a form of ha- commu- no, but what I'm saying. No, no, hold on. In terms, having a better vernacular and saying that that is white is insane. If you it, okay, think about it. but who says it that? Who insane. says that it more? Who says that more? The the, the ignorant, black and ignorant people. Ignorant people that do not just egg- have a simplistic. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, and it's both, it's, 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 but it's white people and colored people who say the same thing because there's so many black and brown people that I know who accuse people of sounding white when they have a good vernacular. There's no such thing as sounding white. I I agree with you. I'm 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 in agreement with you. I'm I agree with you. But what I'm telling you is with Oxford. All right. Stop talking over each other, you guys. When Oxford and Webster have a sounding white definition, then maybe no the sounding I, white is a is a connotative, it's I, not denotative. I, I'm agreeing with you, but what I'm trying to show you is can you sound black? Yeah, but what I'm trying to show There's you no such thing as sounding black. I know, <laughs> but what I'm trying to tell you is this: is that that's, that's what, Hollywood? But the ignorance goes on both ends because there's black and brown people who accuse colored, definitely other sounding co- Asian, other colored people of sounding white when they have a good vernacular, and that bro, and bro, that ignorance and that ignorance goes on both sides. White people are ignorant, and black people are ignorant. Yeah, and brown people, are Mexicans, late, everybody's late. ignorant at some time. I'm ignorant. Who's the, who's the guy? Who's the guy that has the? Who's the guy that has the late show where when he comes out? Oh, uh, James Corden in the band. I, no, he jumps in the band and then like he jumps and he's like he's breaking the whole set and he does the show with Hannibal Barron. Uh, Who, who's that guy? What's he's his insane. name? Ta, uh, j- j- like he he, he 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 trips on acid every show. Uh, Eric Los, Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Oh, I thought okay, that was listen. you. You're always on acid. If you were, if you were to ask Eric Andre something, you can only hold it to a, an Eric Andre answer. So if somebody, if you ask somebody, well, that guy sounded white, and you're talking to somebody, and that guy says, well, that guy sounds white, that guy sounds this, that guy, you can only hold it to that, to that, you know. I mean, that doesn't mean anything because there's no sounding white. There's no sounding black. It's I agree. simply a language. It's just a way of communication. I agree. Just because people have taken it on and tried to make ownership of it, that's them trying to belittle somebody else because they don't really have a lot going on for themselves. It's it's, it's also like the British accusing, accusing Americans of not pronouncing things correctly. And and that's what I'm what all there, I'm trying. Yeah, there is the Queen's English. Yeah, yeah. There's and, the and, Queen's and, English, and all I'm trying to say, all I'm, tra- English. all I'm trying to yeah. point out is kind of what we're talking about is racism and racism in the country and all this kind of stuff is both both people. Everybody's racist in some way, shape, or form because everybody is ignorant in some way, shape, or form because everybody is indoctrinated mm-hmm. by their community in some way, shape, or form. And the Bro, way that and, done, and the way of, that and the I've way that we build harmony not, and the way that we build harmony uh-huh. in America is by actually relating yeah. with one another and speaking with one another. And that's why so much of what right. goes on in the media nowadays 
is is awful because it alienates people from communicating. I love talking to every single person of color, gender, shape, form, because at the end of the day, I am learning something new. I don't discriminate anybody for anything. I don't care who you are. Not only that, but you're you're putting yourself out out there in the public eye so you're talking to a lot of motherfuckers exactly dude and that and that and that's the thing you know to me i think the two things not a lot of people are doing that not a lot Mm -hmm. of people are doing that not a lot of people are like willing to fucking uh put themselves out there in in that you know what i'm saying like not a lot of people are seeking seeking knowledge from society and and that's like some old school fucking socrates shit like you're the godfly and bro, and, uh, you know and, what I'm saying? and like, I think I think so much yeah. of it stems from pride because people are afraid to be proven wrong and they're prideful about being right. And the thing that I like to do Word. is just I, I I just like to get to know people because I assume I know nothing. And I want people to teach right. me every day. I learn I learn new shit because I interact with people, people of different genders, colors, right. and backgrounds. And the fact that I get to interact with people allows my world to be more colored and filled in. And and that's and that's what I, I that I dislike about the media and so many things going on nowadays is that they're bringing black this di- this dichotomy that does not exist. Right? Like they try to bring in race where mm-hmm. race should not be in it. They try to bring in all these things with gender that should not be there because we are Mm -hmm. a free people and we should be free and i feel like that's what's Mm -hmm. lacking right now is that we're being restrained from our freedom Mm. you can call us slaves. hey that's a that's a good place to try to cut it off for now um yeah Yeah, man we gotta have you on Mm -hmm. one time man we gotta we gotta have you on again man it's a great conversation i I enjoyed the conversation man yeah y'all y'all are on some yeah yeah i appreciate it Uh, and i hope i didn't take too much of y'all's time no we we encourage callers and you know it's a real pleasure uh because a lot of this stuff comes from our point of view Mm -hmm. which may not mean anything to some folks so it's good to have uh, you know, another person of color explain, and and it's good to have your information. Yeah, bro, thank you so much, man. Well, no, thank you for y'all's time, and y'all have a great night. Thank you, man. Thank you Appreciate very much. You. Take care. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. That conversation wore me out. These these conversations are tough, uh, because you know we can talk about the history and everything as much as we want but the fact being is that i've never treated anybody like this or like uh yeah. like i've never done anything like that before and you know sometimes i'll make you've never uh, been racist I, I try not to be you know i definitely don't look at people by their race but we we jo- i've always joked about i've had friends of all races and we've all been able to joke and say words that's each other's balls yeah and it's it's because we treat each other as other fellow humans mm-hmm. not just humans that have different color skins mm-hmm. so it's good to talk to somebody with a different experience than us I mean, he's definitely, I, I can agree with all the history he's talking about, mm-hmm. but like for the last 100 years, black people have been free and they've been able to do whatever they want. And until 1964, 1965, they weren't officially free. Yeah. And so they've still had a good 60 years to really rock it out, you mm-hmm. know? And he was talking about starting from zero with no concept of zero. And I thought he was trying to talk about how black people have that concept of zero because they were brought here mm-hmm. with nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how they know what zero is. I thought that's what he was going with. And I was thinking that applies to the slaves, but not for the the following three generations. After a few generations, yeah. they didn't start from zero. They had something, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a lot to be said about uh, or talked about about reparations. But 
we talked about, and I don't know if we really even got into it too much because we got into rants yeah. with him, and but about um, fighting racism with more racism, and just because someone like me perceives to be white, you know, why I have to be lumped in with them, and mm. and he said race was very important to sort of point out, you know, like that should be something, and I didn't get any word in edgewise, but I definitely wanted to say like. I just wonder what, you know, MLK would say about this. At some point, he wanted us to be judged by our character, not our color. Mm -hmm. But it seems to be forefront right now. That's so, he said it's something that everyone should know, what your race is. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I guess like your pronouns or something. You should come out and say, uh, hey, my name's Los. Um, I, I'm Filipino and I, uh, my pronouns are uh, Los. But what happens to the people who would like to identify as? Right, because they grew up watching anime, but they white as fuck, but they grew up watching anime and Dragon Ball. Yeah, there's there's a lot, man. So we got to end it here. I think it's a good ending spot here. Uh, thank you for, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Radafe? Radaroo. Thank Rataru. you, Radaroo, for talking to us, man. It, it's enlightening, and I think we should uh, try to reach out and uh, get his number. Maybe we can have him on the show for yeah, a longer yeah, discussion good. with you two and not me because I don't want to be part of that. Um, it's just too much. It's it's like talking to you about religion. I'm not into it right now. Okay. Uh, we, we had a comment by Christopher that says, I grew up in a trailer park as, as a white minority. The overwhelming race was Hispanic and they would not let us use the park playground. So racism is real. It gave me perspective. And I agree with that, bro. There's a lot of Mexicans who don't like white people, man. Uh, speaking of white people, Neil says uh, he was making the assumption that white supremacy existed. Uh, that's uh, he was talking about Rataroo. Rataroo, yeah. Um, there are, I, I would say there are people that think that white white people are superior. But then there's also people that think that black people are superior. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That it happens in... Um, he was saying that, uh, Neil was saying that it happens in all societies. And there's straight people who think gay people are superior. Like, what about the elites? You know, there were people that are the same race as them. Like, you can be yeah. the same race and still think that you're better than somebody. Yeah. It has really nothing to do with race unless you think that... I think that whole thinking is gone from most people, that mm. black people are, like, inferior. Yeah. Um, and it just only takes them to get up out of where they are, you know? And I asked him like, why don't black people go to these things? You know, like, why don't they go to concerts? He was saying like, these, these things like they're, they're facts. And I was going like, wait a minute, but why? And he was like, well, they just don't want to spend their money on that. And it's like, well, that's weird. Why wouldn't they want to spend their money on that? And he talked about coach bags and fucking Gucci mm -hmm. this. And I'm like, well, okay. why spend it on white people? It made stuff me and think. Not it made me think that okay, the white people that buy those three day tickets to Bonnaroo are buying experience. They want to have that experience. That's what they're buying it for. Other people are like, well, I want material things. Well, and it's funny you say that because then it shows white people are supporting black things and black people are supporting white things, right? Gucci's a white company. I think it's irrelevant, and you wouldn't. Even, I don't. I don't know what it is. I. I don't care. I just know it's a higher no, no, brand well, thing. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is, it, you know, because he was saying, well, black people don't want to don't want to go to the concerts. So, what, if you boil it down as an argument, is black people don't want to support black people, but they're willing no, to no, support no, no. No, Gucci, which is a white company. Well, maybe they don't think it's a white company, and they're not looking at it in this because scope they, of racism. they look at the brand, they look at the logo, they look at the status. Oh, you, know, you know, it's funny because there's so many people that I know who say who know rich people. I don't know rich people, but there's people who I know who know rich people, and they say rich people dress more poor than poor people, and poor people dress more rich than rich people. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, uh, Ricardo 
Uh, he says, uh, what is it called when a white person calls another white person white trash? <laughs> That's why I don't white crime, my nick. <laughs> well, you definitely. Uh, oh, you know what? I wanted to ask him, too. You guys were so into it. I couldn't even I know, ask I'm him sorry, any bro, fucking but, questions. But we, you we, know, sometimes I'm like, hey, cool it down. I like, I want to get a word in edgewise. My bad, my bad on that That's one. Okay. My bad. I'm sorry. You still got a lot to learn about being a, you know, I've been, doing, I've been doing it for years, know, you know what I mean? I'm a professional, you know what I mean? I'm a professional. You do. Kneel down, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but I was going to ask him. Who he preferred as a friend, Donald Trump or, or Donald Trump Jr. or Hunter oh, Biden? Which Hunter is Biden. the main question I wanted to know what you guys wanted to do. Comment and, on the on Facebook. And I'll tell you who I'd rather hang out with. It may surprise me, but Hunter. I think I'd rather hang out with Hunter. I know you would. He he dude, he seems like he's a down guy. Think about it. He's hilarious, first of all. He says he's the like, N word all the time. Well, first of all, he says that, but the way he said he's like, Oh, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. Like that shit was hilarious. <laughs> the guy's fucking funny, it right? Was funny. He goes, I think I've smoked more Parmesan than anyone ever. Like, dude, this guy's hilarious. He'd be a great totally, stand up. I would totally hang out with him. Donald Trump Jr. is like, hey, uh, I got these new teeth here. See, but he likes to go shooting, hunting, all that kind of shit. You Donald know Trump I mean? Jr. is probably cool or whatever, but like, you're, you're not getting down on some like cocaine. Like, Hunter Biden's like, hey, dude, I just got me a fucking eight ball. You want to party? And you're like, look, I don't Don know. Don Jr. Man, is like hanging out with Doug Dynasty, and, and Hunter Biden is like being on the hangover every fucking day. <laughs> all right. Um, who would you rather hang out with? I'm going to say Hunter, bro. Yeah, you would, right? What about you, Brandon? <laughs> Probably Hunter. And you know it's going to be a good time. You know it, dude. You know you're up for some crazy shit. Not only that, his dad's president. So he's like, who the fuck you talking yeah. to? My dad's president. Fuck you. Leave me alone. I'm, Go get me some crack. Buy me some more Parmesan, you bitch. Could you? I bet you Hunter likes smoke, smoking Parmesan more than crack now because he's probably done it so much where he's like, this gives you a better high. Dude, Parmesan's delicious. I it mean, is. who knows what it can do to you if you get high on it. <laughs> if it makes pizza taste good, you know it fucking make life taste better. All right, we're out of here. Thank you guys so much for watching. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. If you like our content, check us out on uh, Apple Even uh, if Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbeam. Like us, subscribe to us, comment as much as possible. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. We are adding new content every single week. We've got new videos coming out. We're really going to expand the channel. And if you guys really want to support us, we've got a Patreon. It's Emergency Exit. Uh, just search Emergency Exit at Patreon, and you will find us. Emergency Exit Podcast, rather. Um, we could really use the help, and uh, it would really make some more videos. Check out the new mustache tutorial. Um, we've got uh, a skate video happening eventually soon. There's lots of content coming out and it's not going to be political. We're going to really, we're going to keep emergency exit going, but we're going to really try to work yeah. on other things outside Build of emergency more culture, exit. do more things around just being free, being fun, hanging out in Austin, cooking some shows, beers. fucking uh, hobby shows. It's it, everything's going to happen. The bonsai shows, bonsai shows, bro. Come on, man. I, I buy maybe some coffee shit. Who knows? Maybe we could do some coffee rundowns. You know uh, I mean? Neil says Hunter knows more strippers. So oh, that's yeah, another reason yeah. why. Well, I don't know. Wait, wait. DJ, DJ TJ might, uh, DJ TJ. Might DJ have. TJ. <laughs> he may actually know a bunch of strippers. Well, I some... was going to say, Donnie, Donnie uh, you know, he had uh, Stormy Daniels, bro. He probably fucked a couple like Miss Universe chicks, you know? Like, why not? Anyways, thank you guys for watching. For Brandon the Hardhead Mitchell, for exactly David Aguilar, I'm low saying, be cool, stay hip. That's right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for watching.
you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 830-875-0637.